Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to What's the Big Deal? Where we talk about rational thoughts in an irrational time. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode three. I'm here with... Sungi. And my name is Tyrell James. How's your day today, Sungi? Oh, my day's been pretty good so far, man. Yeah? Yeah, how about yourself? Pretty, pretty good so far. Can't complain, can't complain. Um, had good. some nice food this morning. Uh-huh. Made myself some pasta. Oh yeah, that's nice. That's nice. I'm feeling pretty full right now myself. I had uh, a few uh, vegan burgers before nice. coming through here. Nice. I think my pasta was vegan too. Your pasta, yeah? <laughs> nah, I didn't put yes. any meat in yeah, it. You had so that it. vegan meat. Right? What was it? Tofu or soy? <laughs> no, nah, I didn't put any meat in it. No. It was just okay. the pasta sauce in the pasta, so I'm sure that's that counts okay, as vegan, okay. right? Healthy meal. Yeah. Healthier meal. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of healthy, um, first topic that we have today is. Um, looking good mm-hmm. makes you feel good which then makes you play good or perform good i will say yeah because i'm not gonna just direct it to just sports but looking good makes you feel good which makes you perform good mm-hmm. um would you say that that that's true for yourself i would say for sure that is that is true for myself just like recently i was thinking about how it feels to have a nice, clean, fresh haircut, you know? You that feel, could change you somebody. You more confident, like you walk with more confidence, like yeah, mm. you, you have that feeling like I, I'm looking good. More swagger yeah. to your step. You walk around with more confidence and then, you know, depending on what you're doing that day, you have you know, better ability to perform certain things for anything really yeah like i take it back all the way to when i played football mm-hmm. i would always have like the sleeves i have pink cleats you know for breast <laughs> cancer awareness month um i just like yeah. try to put on as much swagger as possible you know and because that made me feel good on the field mm-hmm. which if i'm feeling good i'm obviously gonna perform good you know what i mean yeah, and that goes for anything in life like um if you're at uh, a banquet Mm-hmm. And uh, you're at like um, you're there to meet people and yeah. network, right? Obviously, if you're just like a bum, <laughs> you're not gonna do a good job, you're not you know. Gonna, you're not gonna feel too well, and it's gonna show in your confidence and how you speak to people. And, and it's gonna show for other people too that's looking yeah. at you like this guy, like, does he not care? You know? Exactly what they're gonna see, and you're gonna feel that way. Because mm-hmm. you have to, mm-hmm. you have to first first impressions they count they mm-hmm. matter but it doesn't mean that you have to impress other people you should impress yourself yeah every day you should impress yourself Dress with something to impress yourself so you love how you look mm-hmm. how you feel absolutely i don't think um i don't think there's a day where i don't leave my house without dressing to mm-hmm. where i feel comfortable and good with myself because I dress, I dress every day. Um, uh, I I dress so that in case there's a, t- I I dress so I'm always ready mm-hmm. for anything. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, let's say there was a, I don't know. When I was younger in high school, yeah. Um, I would just be walking, and then I don't know. My mind would wander, right? It's like, oh, what if there's any like scouts like uh-huh. just driving by, you know, <laughs> or, or like uh, for looking for a movie actor or anything, you know? Yeah. And they see you looking fresh, they're like, they're gonna probably consider you. Maybe hasn't been considered yet, but yeah. <laughs> you never know. 
you never know who's outside watching you. It could be yeah, Barack know. Obama or uh, anybody, a football player, and they'd be like, "Wow, this guy looks, this guy looks nice." Uh, you know, come over here. Let me talk to you for a <laughs> second. Yeah, that, that takes me back. It reminds me of a, a time I was at a open house at uh, Algonquin College, and mm-hmm. it, it was like a networking event that was going on, and there were people there promoting their businesses and you know taking resumes from mm-hmm. people and i decided i'm gonna go there and network it was my first time going to yeah. network and i made sure that i was looking good because i wanted to make sure that i was confident mm-hmm. and i knew I, I was gonna feel confident if i was dressed up nice so i put on a suit a tie had the nice shoes on and i'm walking around and somebody stops me and they're like Hold on, you look like a somebody. I was like, yeah. And then it's that right there just sparked a conversation. And then we, you know, traded information. So he had his yeah. own business going on. Mm-hmm. And I'm there promoting my, my business. So then we got the networking going. So that goes to show that you don't, you never know who you're going to run into. Never. Even like um, if you're not meaning to run into networking business opportunities Mm -hmm. um every time i came to school and class i was always looking 100 yeah and compliments so Mm -hmm. many compliments you know which makes you feel good and helps for your like mental health and you're like "Mm, i'm kind of nice today or even there's one time one time i went out to the club with my friends and then this girl she was in line she's like you look like a celebrity or something (laughs) and i was like what me you talking to me i looked behind me i was like Uh. what (laughs) And she's like, yeah, you look like a celebrity or something. And she showed me on her phone, like, some other light-skinned guy or whatever. Oh, and I was good. like, okay, whatever. As yeah. long as I look like a celebrity. <laughs> but it was yeah. cool. That's a nice compliment to get. Mm-hmm. It's a, like, any compliment is nice as long as it's, like, a nice compliment, I guess. Yeah. Um, but let's let's move on to, like, co- compliments, okay? Mm-hmm. We wanted compliments. Um, and if, if somebody calls you a bad compliment... Like a yeah. loser or a something, loser. right? Somebody calls you a loser or you look kind of ugly today. Yeah. Um, should you care? I think if, if you're already in a place where you're not feeling confident, say you're not you know, looking good, so you're not feeling good, and somebody comes up to you and says what, you all, what you've already been thinking of about yourself. Like, you know, say you're not dressed up feeling good. Not looking good, not feeling good. Mm-hmm. As a result, and in your head you're like, "Wow, I must be looking like you know a loser or a bum compared to how everybody else is." So if somebody comes up to you and s- says you look like a loser or something while you're in that mind state, it's definitely gonna have. Scandy. But you should know, you should you care though? Like, if somebody's like, well, I'm, I'm what the. I know this point was kind of long, but the point I was getting to is if you have yourself in that mind state already, that you're already feeling like a loser. You, when you're already feeling like a loser, mm-hmm. somebody says that you're going to feel some type of way about it. You're going to feel more like a loser, probably. Definitely. You're going to be like, damn. So I was just thinking this and now this person told me he just they, they just confirmed it for me. You know, but if you if you are being confident in yourself mm-hmm. you know in presenting that because self-confidence is key and self-confidence is sexy too 
exactly exactly and people are gonna notice that and that's uh-huh. what's gonna you know attract but what if that, you're feeling self-confident you. right mm-hmm. you're feeling like 110 degrees <laughs> um and somebody's like yo you're kind of whack bro you're yeah. a loser like you you're a nobody off, you brush it off you're like all right okay something's wrong i don't know what's up with this guy but i'm gonna continue doing my yeah, thing. Th- this dude is bugging right now because uh, I know I'm a 15 out of 10 and like, <laughs> this guy is a nobody. So, yeah. So, basically, yeah. if somebody, like, somebody starts calling you names and stuff like that, mm-hmm. um, first off, bullying is not okay. Nope. <laughs> Second off, not. who gives a fuck what he says, right? Exactly. Is, yeah. is, he, is he any uh, significant in your life? Mm-hmm. Of any significance in your life? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know that guy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I should take things that what people say with a grain of salt um yeah if it's good compliments that's good if it's mm-hmm. bad compliments that's whatever yeah um if it, if someone's like oh you, you look like a superstar you mm-hmm. should still take that with a grain of salt because yeah you, you don't want to give them that much power like oh whatever they say is gonna decide how i'm gonna feel exactly right? and what if you're a super mega star dude you're just gonna stop at superstar uh. <laughs> <laughs> But, but um, yeah, block the haters out and just focus on yourself. Do your own thing, you know, be your mm-hmm. own person, be, do, just be yourself and don't care what people say because people are always sipping on that haterade. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't drink that around here, so. No, sir. You gotta, you gotta show love and that's how you're gonna get respect. Yeah, so you're gonna get that that respect and that confidence show love and people will show you love right giving you shall receive um but doing like keeping on the same thing about mental health mm-hmm. um you're a personal trainer yourself yeah. right um why is it well not, like, not- I would say just a personal trainer. No, no, no. Life, I see myself as a lifestyle coach. Lifestyle, lifestyle coach, okay. Coach. Apologize. Yes. <laughs> lifestyle coach. You can check them out. Sugi Fitness, Instagram. Instagram, um, website, Facebook. Mm-hmm. But being a lifestyle coach, yeah. okay. Um, I've been thinking about like, well, I, I always like try to keep this in mind uh, since I was younger as well. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since like I would crack, crack my back. Yeah. by myself like just like twist twist mm-hmm. and i'd crack it like every day um until the day where i said i didn't want to crack my back anymore because this could be bad yeah on my back uh, when i'm 40 you know mm-hmm. and i'm gonna have to have like a crane or walk <laughs> with a walking stick like a pimp or something yeah but why is it important like do you think it's important that um people should take care like worry about the little things right now because mm-hmm. maybe not cracking your back um that's a little thing yeah but it could turn into a big thing later but do you think that people should worry about the little things right now rather than just holding it off because it's not that important definitely because you don't want to have that mindset where you want to hold something off but you don't want to wait until you're you're sick or you're in pain you want to do the best you can right now while you're able mm-hmm because soon you're to not going to be that. able to, right? Yeah. And you want to you make sure that you build up that strength and good health that you're going to need in the future. So when it comes time where, you know, you are struggling in certain situations with mm. 
with your health, it's going to be easier for you to bounce back. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and how important is like stretching? Oh, stretching is so important. Because you wouldn't have to so crack important. your own back like if many, you were stretching many, all the time, right? I don't know too much about the back cracking. You know, uh -huh. I, know I know some people. But if it's you're like nice a psychological and like, thing. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they feel like they need to crack. I don't know mm -hmm. the effects of that. I assume, you know, it's not great because if you hearing your bones rubbing against each other, then that must but not how, be too great. How important is uh, stretching? Stretching as you age is very important because, you know, you go going throughout your life doing everyday activities where you're active, you know, walking, sitting even, where there's tightness building up in your muscles. Mm -hmm. And with that tightness comes a loss in your range of motion. So right there, there's an increase in your chances of injury, mm -hmm. right? So stretching will help prevent that. My, my range of motion is like mm -hmm. absolutely like uh -huh. butters like it's so <laughs> shitty like i have trouble putting on my socks <laughs> oh yeah damn <laughs> like oh, when you i'm got, you need a <laughs> I'm bending down to put on my socks i have to like uh, like because my back um ever since uh -huh. i was in like middle school and stuff um yeah sitting cross-legged on the gymnasium floor it was always a struggle for me i'd always have my legs out yo i feel you man i'd always feel some pain i'm looking around everybody's sitting with their legs everybody's crossed. sitting like, fine and dandy like it's like, I'm sure they haven't done any stretching. Sitting there, like they're but, meditating and stuff yeah. with their legs like crossed above. Their... Like, what'd you do to get that flexibility? So... I guess some people just got it and some people don't. It doesn't mean like, like I'm a, I'm a pretty good like athlete. Yeah. Um, but I feel like if I was, uh, if I had better flexibility, mm -hmm. I could be even better. Oh, definitely. Especially for working out in the gym. Mm -hmm. Like... I could be like Arnold Schwarzenegger or something <laughs> right now, you know, or Mike Tyson with all that flexibility. I bet Mike Tyson has mad flexibility. Mm-hmm. Hey, professional players, they have crazy flexibility. Yeah. And they have to because, you know, they're doing all these crazy movements mm -hmm. that are way out of a normal range of motion. No, it's mad, um, especially like wide receivers. Like Odell Beckham Jr., mm -hmm. if he had poor flexibility, he wouldn't have never made that that like one hand catch. Yeah, that he made the best catch of like the whole NFL. Because uh, -huh. uh, you have to be able to flex your arm back and reach out like yeah. that, and then cut it with three fingers too. So for someone that's not flexible, that's a muscle tear right there. Yeah, yeah, right there. Um, what are your thoughts? on cuffing season cuffing season um do you think it's a real thing i think or do you think it's a real thing um mm. wait wait first yeah do you think it's a real so, thing so what i was gonna say is cuffing season so for for those who don't know what cuffing cuffing season is you want to go ahead and yeah okay cu cuffing <laughs> cuffing season is the you're uh, not going to jail you're not <laughs> no, no no cuffing season is the social phenomenon um amongst uh like relationship relationships. boys or girls or whatever you know relationships uh it's where people just get together um during the colder months of the year yeah. so between like i guess like near the end yes. or the half end of the of fall and then winter and then maybe summer spring 
Um, anyway, where, anywhere is cold, right? Uh, it's where it's you like get together, um, get ago. in a relationship, uh, sort of, kind of, maybe just more friends with benefits, uh, <laughs> have somebody there to cuddle up uh, in the colder weather. A temporary thing. Temporary thing. Yeah, it's supposed to be a temporary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just like one of those things that people do. Uh, like the name implies, you know, it's seasonal, right? Yeah, cuffing, cuffing season. season. Like, this is the season. <laughs> um, but so, there's also, like, yeah, okay. So do you believe yeah, in cuffing so, season? Cuffing season? I, I, I understand where cuffing season comes from. And that's like, you know, majority of people start to get down feeling depressed ah. during the the winter time because you know, the clock goes back an hour it's darker yeah, earlier yeah. they don't they don't get much sunlight you know it's dark when when they get off of work you know they only have maybe 30 minutes of sunlight it's <laughs> depressing <laughs> that's depressing you know so you got to have somebody in your life to go through that with you and you know that's that's why i understand why it's seen as cuffing season and i guess the importance of it yeah um and like uh, after the season's over, you're supposed to break up with the other person, <laughs> and then just go about your own or thing. That's around Valentine's Day, or uh, probably after Valentine's okay. Day, because the the reason why cuffing season is is because there's all of those holidays too, right? Oh, so you man. have like I don't know if Thanksgiving counts because that's in October, but but um, mm-hmm. there's uh, Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want to bring a girl over for Christmas, bring over your dinner, yeah. dinner at your mom's house, you know, show your mom that you're not lonely or whatever. <laughs> um, show everybody in the family you're not lonely. There's New Year's, right? Mm-hmm. What, you don't want to get your midnight New Year's kiss? Hmm? Oh, you got to have that. There you go. You need a girl for that. Um, there's Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to be lonely on Valentine's <laughs> Day. I was lonely on Valentine's Day one year. I took myself out for a Valentine's date. Hey, that's nice. Deadass. Like, I literally took myself out for that's- Valentine's Day. I went skating. I went to go eat some food by myself. Uh-huh. Um, and then when I went skating, too, uh, I asked this girl, hey, do you mind taking a photo of me? I'm taking myself on a Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> for real? You said that? I said that. And she laughed, and she thought it was cute. Like, And then did she want to finish the day with you? No, no, no. She was with her friend. Oh, with her she friend. She just wanted to take the picture and leave. Oh, that's it. Okay. But no, it was fun. Um, and I feel like you should take yourself on out out on more dates by yourself. I mean, if mm-hmm. you don't have a girlfriend, I guess. But hey, even if you do, it's important to it's have, important you know, to find yourself yeah. to have some alone time to just enjoy enjoy time outside in public with mm-hmm. yourself. You know, it's important. Just like how people travel alone all the time. Yeah. Um, because like. They learn more about themselves, learn more about the culture, and they're not tied down from somebody else uh, that mm-hmm. wants to learn about something else. But Valentine's Day, that's you want a girl for that. And then that's yeah. pretty much it. So after Valentine's Day, like <laughs> you could pretty much call it quits. <laughs> but but would that's you say funny. would you say that because uh, you know a summer fling? Summer fling. It's kind of the same thing. But it's a shorter season. But it's a shorter season. You only have the two months it's of summer. Not too, it's, it's, it's less expensive, too, right? You don't Way have, you don't less have expensive. Christmas. You ain't spending money on gifts. You, you could have, have a summer fling. I guess a summer fling would be more like, it could be a week. Mm. It could be like while you're uh, in Cuba. In Cuba. <laughs> in Cuba. Um, it could be for anything, but just during the summer. It's kind of like the yeah. same thing, though. Cause, uh, it is the same it's thing, a, but it's, it's a seasonal more, thing. It's, I find it'd be much more enjoyable. A summer fling? A summer fling, right? Why? 
because it's during the summertime. You know, I guess you it's nice warm. You get to do things outside unless, but you know, you're you're somebody who's into doing winter sports and that's your thing. Too. But listen to this though, right? Um, winter, like cuffing seasons in the winter, mm-hmm. it's cold outside you probably want to stay inside all the time okay and like watch christmas movies or whatever (laughs) right yeah summer summer fling it's in the summer you want to like you want to i i don't know for me Uh i would want to be free during the summer you know what i'm saying (laughs) i want to be free out and about yeah so um but yeah a summer fling like a week whatever um, but there are cases, happens a lot. There are cases where that that like cuddle body that you had for the winter, mm-hmm. it could end up being more. Right? It happens. It happens. Mm-hmm. It leads to you know long term. So just because uh, you're out there looking for a cuffing season buddy, don't throw away the towel. Don't throw in the towel when mm-hmm. like it's about to be finished, cause like you, that might be your wife, you know. Cause I've had some real, I have, I've had some, I wouldn't say some, cause that sounds like a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I've had a, a like a relationship, yeah, um, where I didn't expect it to be longer than what it was. You didn't. Yeah, like I had a relationship. Actually, I, I, I pretty much pretty sure it was in this cuffing season okay where i just wanted it for the season but ended up um being with her for like two years wow so we had like two or three cuffing seasons yeah (laughs) (laughs) but but yeah no you never know Uh um what could ever happen from a relationship or even a summer fling right um keep your mind open exactly um let's move on to how people always want to that people never want to see you win people don't hey majority of people they don't want to see you could you you could go through your whole life winning all the every day every day of your life and that one fuck up you have Uh that one failure people are gonna point out people are gonna talk about it for years Uh all the time Uh, they're gonna be like despite despite you know all the great things you've accomplished. Mm-hmm. You're gonna look back and be like, "Yo, remember this guy? Remember all this, this these fuck ups he had?" <laughs> Facts, like, um, it, cause uh, this brought me to the like uh, the reason why I thought about this is, I just watched um on Sunday, mm-hmm. the New England Patriots. They were undefeated for the season, eight and zero. Yeah. Um, and they faced the Baltimore Ravens. They were like six and two. And the New England Patriots lost, right? Mm-hmm. But um, and then as soon as the New England Patriots lost, Tom Brady, their six-time winning Super Bowl champ that took them 8-0, and yeah. uh, all over the news the next day, oh, Tom Brady's too old. Oh, Tom Brady lost. It's over for them. That's, oh, that's it. 8-1, that's, that's, right that's it. Right Tom there. Brady's over. Even the same thing happened with... Um, LeBron James, yeah. he's been to consecutive finals since 2010. Uh-huh. 2010. And he's 34 now. Yeah. And uh, he missed one finals appearance last season. Yeah. So his team didn't make it to the finals, the Los Angeles Lakers. And um, 
what happened? Everybody was like, oh, this is it for LeBron. He's falling off the cliff now. He's reached the end of his career. It's kind of dumb. That's all hate, you know? But this season, he Mm -hmm. has, like, he's playing amazing. Yeah. It's that people only want to see when you're down. Mm -hmm. People only want to see you when you're down. People only want to see your failures. They never... They yeah. never could give two shits about <laughs> your success because everybody's so quick to point out. Mm-hmm. It, I, it's, I think it's, it roots from everyone trying to compare themselves to others mm-hmm. and then, you know, placing themselves in a comfort zone by putting others down, you know? Like, mm-hmm. okay, this person is failing. So that means I'm okay where I'm at, right? I'm failing, he's failing. Everything's good. <laughs> you know, I'm comfortable. Uh-huh. Um, also, like... Um, but it, the difference with that is the mindset that comes with it, too. You know, some people, those exact people that will be making fun of someone for, for failing or failing themselves. Yeah. Will, will see failure as, like, something that will hold them down uh-huh. compared to those people that they're putting down there getting those wins see those failures as opportunities for growth exactly because when let's say when like um, a simple-minded person call them <laughs> okay simple-minded person right yeah they fail and then they fail again and they fail again and they're content with it mm-hmm. right they don't want to improve mm-hmm. they don't want to do nothing else and they see like LeBron fail, and like, oh, he failed too. So exactly, so let's whatever, huh? Him and not, not talk about all his greatness that he has achieved. You know, all the work he has put in to get to where he is right now. You know, a lot of people there. Are, there are people out there that talk about him being naturally gifted. How long can you be naturally gifted for? You know, before <laughs> before. What like uh, he went into the league when he was eighteen. He's 34 right now, so it's all talent. It's all like natural. Talent doesn't last get. that long without hard work. It's like the the, the <laughs> quote um, that I keep mentioning all the time. Hard work beats talent when I mean, talent doesn't work hard. Yeah, I think that was from Kevin Durant. Or was it Kevin Garnett? It was one of the two. One of the two. <laughs> they were um, both Kevin. It was from Kevin. It was one of the Kevin. <laughs> it was from Kevin. But yeah, that quote speaks so much. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that takes, that takes me back to when I was starting off... I went to Sage at Heritage, at Heritage College, and I played five years of ball mm-hmm. there. And my first two years, I was a bench player. I barely got any minutes. I was playing maybe like a minute to two minutes a game. And by my final year, I ended up receiving, you know, the MVP award. I had most improved leading up to that. Mm-hmm. I had the rookie of the year. I had been um, given you know the position of team captain wow and that's that doesn't come from and i and i became a starter i went from a bench no minutes to becoming a starter so that i had i'm not trying to say there was talent there in my head maybe i thought there was talent but once i realized that i needed to put in the work Mm -hmm. to actually get to where i wanted to be that's when things started to change for me yeah well like your talent could only bring you so far right Mm -hmm. Until where you have to actually like think about like okay, all right, now it's time to put in the hard work, right? Exactly. Let's make this like because talent can only bring you so far before you have to put in the hard work, mm-hmm. and then that's where that's that's where it got you, right? Cap team captain, MVP, yeah, MVP, MIP, 
rookie, rookie of, the, of year. the year. Jeez. Yeah. How was it playing basketball? Do you miss it? Uh, I miss it so much. Every time I, I watch a basketball game, I'm always like, damn, okay, I'm about to go and take another program in school <laughs> just, <laughs> just to, to play, play on basketball? the ball team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah but who knows? If I end up in school again, it might happen. I'm a child for the ball team. We see the buddy at Algonquin. Uh, what's his name? The mm. old guy? Oh, old man Dan. Old Daniel man Dan. Stoddard. And how old is he? Like I think he's he was a bus driver. Thirty years. Yeah, he's a bus driver. Um, you know, working full time, going to school full time, and he has a family as well. And he plays basketball. And he played basketball. You know, he was on the court with us, running up and down, keeping up. Mm-hmm. So it just, you know, just goes to show you, like, hard work. It doesn't matter how old you are. Like, you could be Tom Brady's age, you could be uh-huh. LeBron's age, or you could be our age. As long as you put in the hard work, you could do pretty much anything, right? Pretty yes, much sir. anything. Anything. Let's talk about Tyler Perry. Let's talk about doing pretty much anything, right? Doing anything, yeah. <laughs> so someone who... You know, has come from poverty you know this guy he quotes in his video mm-hmm. we'll play we'll play a quick clip of the video yeah we'll play a quick here clip. here's a little bit of the speech and then we'll come back to it when i built my studio i built it in a neighborhood that is one of the poorest black neighborhoods in atlanta so the young black kids could see that a black man did that and they can do it too i was trying to help somebody cross The studio was once a Confederate army base, and I want you to hear this, which meant that there was Confederate soldiers on that base plotting and planning on how to keep 3.9 million Negroes enslaved. Now that land is owned by one Negro. It's all about trying to help somebody cross while everybody was fighting for a seat at the table, talking about Oscar so white, Oscar so white, I said, y'all go ahead and do that. But while you fighting for a seat at the table, I'll be down in Atlanta building my own. Because, because what I know for sure is that if I could just build this table, God would prepare it for me in the presence of my enemies. Rather than being an icon, I want to be an inspiration. So. Thank you, BET, my new family. Thank you, everybody. I want you to hear this. Every dreamer in this room, there are people whose lives are tied into your dream. Own your stuff. Own your business. Own your way. God bless you. Thank you, BET. Thank you, Scott. I love you guys. Thank you. Yeah, so this is Tyler Perry, a man that came from poverty, saying he had to go through drug dealers and pimps to get to school. You know, coming from a time where, you know, racism was huge. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's not huge right now, but over there, there was a lot less opportunities for black people to succeed. This man has gone, has taken a Confederate military base mm-hmm. that was used to hold black people down. And now he owns that base and has 
is it the biggest studio one it's of the, the big, it's one the, of the biggest, biggest studio it's bigger than warner bros it's bigger than disney it's, yeah. it's i think it's bigger than warner bros and disney together together yeah. combined that's crazy and it's in atlanta in mm-hmm. the in the hood in the hood yeah um because he wants to inspire other black people and let them know that mm-hmm. they are capable of achieving greatness so when all of those like um all of the kids in the hood right um they're not dealt with the best circumstances in life but when they see that movie studio the tyler perry movie studio yeah one of the biggest movie studios in the world that used to that used to be a place that they own black people now mm-hmm. he's there's one black person that owns the whole thing the whole thing it's crazy yeah. it, they're gonna look up to that and they're gonna be like wow anything is really possible like yeah. anything is really possible <laughs> Which is crazy. Yeah, anything is possible as long as you're willing to put the work in. Mm-hmm. The hard work. The hard is. work, yeah. Because you can only get so far out of talent alone. And that's our third episode. That's our third episode for today. Thank you all for tuning in. Feel free to check out our previous episodes, one and two. They're out on Spotify and iTunes. Um, you could also check us out on what's the big deal.ca or what's the big deal on Instagram. I think yes. it's called what's the big deal podcast. It's what's, yeah, what's the big deal podcast yeah. on Instagram. Um, and our episodes come out every Friday at 11.59 p.m. Yeah, so stay tuned. And peace out. <laughs>